Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of A Quiet Force. So last week, we talked about finding our niche, and how does one even go about doing that? From really, really thinking about all of our options, what do we really love to do? What makes us happy? To turning that very idea a simple concept, or even a one-time hobby into an actual business. You know, finding something that you really, really care about, that you're passionate about, isn't easy, but it's also not hard, but extremely important, especially when you're going through something such as the divorce process. So you can confidently move forward, move ahead, and start your new life. In addition to be able to fully take care of yourself and your kids, if you happen to have kids. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk a bit more about how I found my niche and how we continually move within the business world to keep up with trends, the demand, the overall market, and our target customer. Now, My new favorite word to use for such a change is to pivot. This term can be used in the business world and even in your personal life. Let's start with the basics and apply it to your personal life. To pivot one's life is to basically steer it in another direction. Maybe change the course of that direction, but not the goal. The goal is still somewhat the same. You are simply redirecting yourself to maybe get to where you want to be, but in a different way, in a different way than maybe you first planned out to do it. You pivot and change course, but you're still on the same path. For example, for me, I wanted to be, of course, independent. I had worked throughout, I mean, I've always worked, but throughout my entire marriage, I was definitely an equal contributor. And I wanted to, again, be able to fully provide for my boys and not let the process of divorce change the way I live completely, the way I'm able to provide. That was extremely important to me. So what does that actually mean? It means I had to figure out a way of supporting myself, especially since during the divorce, I also lost my job, my longtime job. So I had to think and think fast. Do I go back to work? Do I go back into the same industry? Do I go to a nine to five? Do I settle for less? Do I take a pay cut? What do I do? Or do I take this opportunity to open another door. I decided, ladies, to open another door. And that door was into the world of baking. I decided to specialize in French macarons for many, many reasons that I will definitely talk more in another episode. Um, But this pivoting concept works in business very, very well. And With business, things are always changing from popular trends to consumer demands and how you run your business really follows that change. So what do we do? We have to pivot. 
As you can see, it applies to everything really. And if we can all keep in the mindset of pivoting and how to pivot, then the changes that happen, whether it's in business or your personal life, won't feel so hard to work around and eventually, hopefully, overcome. Small pivots here and there can completely change the outcome and the journey to getting there. Let me give you a few examples of what I mean. Let's start with me. Back when I first got divorced, I was challenged because I lost my job, as I had mentioned, and I suddenly found myself starting all over again in every area after 10 years. It was extremely scary. But when I look back on it now, I truly believe that timing is everything. And sometimes the change that you fear, that I feared, that's going to happen is the very change that you need, that I needed to propel yourself forward and really find out who you really are, what do you want to do, and what are you capable of doing. That's the important part. Don't forget of how capable we are at the end of the day. Mother or not, divorced or not, single or not, we are capable. So let's go back for a little history lesson. I was in the hospitality industry for well over 15, maybe 20 years now. And to go back from that to learning what my passion is to really have to sit there and dig pretty deep and start to write things down. I felt like I was maybe out of college again and starting over thinking about what courses I wanted to take and what did I want to major in. You have to start really thinking fundamentally, what do I really want to do? You kind of forget through time and life of the little things, what you enjoy doing, what drives you. So you have to start asking yourselves those things again. What makes me feel happy? What kind of work would I like to do if I could choose and enjoy showing up for every single day and get paid for it, of course. And I get asked quite a bit about how did I figure out what my niche was to make French macarons, to bake full time. And out of all the baked products out there, there are many, hundreds, right? How did I really decide French macarons was for me? And how was I able to focus on that one product? Now, French macarons are notorious for being finicky and difficult to bake. So believe me, it did take a lot of dedicated time to really teach myself how to do it. Two years to really, really be comfortable. One year to say, okay, I can actually say I make them. By the second year, I was able to be comfortable with people actually purchasing them and consuming them. Um, but it did take a lot of time. So going back, I really had to think about what do I enjoy baking most? What, what would I get up for every morning to do? And as much as I love eating French macarons, the fact of the matter is that I loved making them even more. And that's the key. That's the key, ladies, is to find a product or service that you like to make or even talk about the most. I could talk about macarons for days 
and I would literally wake up at five o'clock in the morning to think about what am I going to bake today? What is my new flavors? And think of new filling flavors and just color combinations and weddings and parties and all these things that I see my macarons being purchased from, like being at someone's wedding or at someone's event. And that's what really gave me, if that was what I was most passionate about. That's what drove me. That's what gave me hope, I guess. And it made me happy too, so. Next, you have to think about how are you gonna sell this product? Where can I sell my product? And who is my customer? So that's the first step to creating your overall business plan. So ladies, start writing things down and just get everything down on paper and fine tune it, refine it from there. But going back to my baking business and how I wanna give you guys a brief idea of how I pivoted and why. Let's talk about 2018 when I decided to open a shop and really give my product a try. I made the Korean-inspired type of macarons, the facarons, and I had my store for a year. COVID hit after the first year, and I found myself for the first time having to pivot and figure out what can I do now? What should I do now? I didn't want to renew my lease and go into, I mean, there were so many unknown factors with COVID that I really didn't want, didn't know how to... um, kind of move forward from that I guess so I decided not to renew my lease and put my business on pause which was a very um, hard decision to make it was extremely hard to not just want to go out there and you know kind of fight along with everyone else trying to fight for their business and and kind of make it work against all odds kind of thing but I, I made the decision to put it on pause and reset pivot a little bit and see if it wasn't a better way to go is to pivot in another direction. And that's when I decided to go into food photography until I can revisit my macaron business again. I took a break and I didn't bake for two years and really focused on photography, food photography. And I actually really enjoyed it and it made a, it gave me a way to make a lot of connections within that field space and That's how I view it. I didn't see the closing of my shop as a failure. Never look at anything that you tried to do. And if it didn't work out for whatever reason, it isn't a failure. It's simply another step to another venture. I learned a new skill. I took the opportunity to learn a new skill and to better round out my journey with food, my passion with food. And it's all about the layers, ladies. How do we layer our skills to better our service and products? Then, cut to 2022. An opportunity comes around at the beginning of this year, and I am once again surrounded by almond flour, egg whites, and sugar, and continuing my love of macarons and recipe development. I wasn't sure when I would bake again, but we always tend to go back to what makes us happiest and what comes naturally. And baking was just something I do believe I was meant to do. So what does that mean now? Where are we today? I'm going to start my macaron business once again, and it feels so good. 
So Sweet Burger will now have a new name, but my passion and love behind it is still coming from the same place. More details on my new business venture coming soon, so definitely follow A Quiet Divorce on Instagram and stay tuned. I will be documenting my entire rebuilding of my business journey. You know, the podcast A Quiet Divorce is about the rebuild of my life after a divorce and how that whole process took place and hopefully it resonates with all of you in some way and you're able to take something from it. But the new venture, my new business, going back into something I love and rebuilding that, definitely stay tuned for that because I will be going into the rebuild of that business from construction to what my kitchen's going to look like, to menus, and I'm actually really going to do more lessons on how to build a bakery business, build a baking business if that is something you're interested in. So definitely stay tuned for that. And remember, ladies, never give up on things that light you up, the things that bring you joy. Just follow your heart. On that note, we will continue next Friday with a topic that I think is very important to the rebuild after divorce or breakup, the judgment of it all. We are going to talk about all things judgment from being your own judge and jury to imposter syndrome and more. So definitely stay tuned for next Friday's episode and thank you so much for being here with me. So until next week, bye for now. Thank you.